Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Dan Wilson behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. It is the post-postseason special as we kind of tie a bow on the 2022 Phillies. And look ahead. The GM meeting's going on right now out in Vegas. And it's a major offseason for the Phillies to try to capitalize on the momentum get better, make another run next year. Let's talk to a guy who knows a thing or two about the GM meetings and how hectic this time of the year is. Ruben Amaro Jr., kind enough to join us uh, as I believe he's at a college soccer game multitask tonight. Ruben, how you doing? I'm doing great, Joe. You're going to hear some noise in the background here. I apologize, but Maryland's playing uh, IU soccer Indiana Hoosiers, and I'm uh, here uh, supporting the Hoosiers. So, well, that, that's awesome. Big, uh, a big Big Ten game. Ruben, uh, obviously an incredible run for the Phillies here. They come up just short, losing in six games. But let's start with this, Ruben. Do you believe what we saw over the last month is sustainable? You know, they were a pretty good team regular season, and then they became, you know, a team that got close to doing something really special. A lot of expectations now for 2023. Do you believe they're ready to become, uh, you know, a true contender from opening day throughout the season? Yeah, I think they can be. I don't think this is the same thing as, like, the 93 team, for instance. I think it's a a much more sustainable just because we have uh I think there's some younger players that are that are going to be improving the stats and and uh, the bones of the world but uh, but also you know you still have some players that are really in their prime I mean Real Muto uh even though he had a lot of mileage on him this year worked very hard obviously Harper and you know we didn't get much out of Castellanos I think there's uh there's more to come with him um I I, I do believe that there's going to be uh there's some sustainability as far as the pitching is concerned. I think you're basically going to have a, you know, your top three in in uh, in Ranger, Wheeler, and and Nola, and that's a pretty darn good start. So, uh, you know, I think I think it's got a chance to be pretty good as far as the bullpen, Sir Anthony and and Alvarado and and company. I think that there's some guys that uh, some guys that can, you know, they're going to have to make some moves. I think to, to try to continue to be good, but but there's uh, there's certainly a great basis there. Ruben, we were had a call earlier who mentioned uh, the, the chemistry, the camaraderie, this group that just did what they did. You've had to deal with this dilemma before, right? We know the team's not going to be exactly the same one year or the next, but 
what's your perspective on that? A team goes on a great run. They have great clubhouse chemistry. You know everyone's not going to be back. But how much does that factor in? Gene Segura, for example, uh, I think is probably not going to come back. But they they could. I mean, they declined his option. Doesn't mean he couldn't come back. You know, other guys they could potentially trade away. I mean, how much does that factor in when you have a, a good team, great run, they like each other? You know, that that line between, hey, we got to improve the team versus this guy's important to keep around in our clubhouse. Well, I think it is an important element. There's no question about it. I think the camaraderie that was developed, I think, will continue to grow. I think the fact that uh, the young players and even some of the veteran guys who hadn't really been there and tasted that uh, that level of, of, of playoff and postseason play, I think those guys will be hungry to try to go to want to go back. And I think the kids... The younger players, I think that's a great experience for them. I think the, the chemistry means a lot. I think that the fact that uh, these guys play with each other and for each other is, is very big. I think that you see that when any team that has success, there's a, there's a level of, uh, of something in that clubhouse that actually means something. It's not something you can necessarily uh, you know, quantify, um, and it's not something you can necessarily measure by uh, analytics, but it's certainly something that, that plays a big part in it because when you're a selfless player, it makes you a much more uh, more apt to be a championship caliber player. We're talking to Ruben Amaro here. Ruben, there's a, an expectation. Certainly it's kind of building among the fan base that the Phillies are going to jump into the, the market here for one of these star shortstops. And it, I mean, they, and they are stars. I mean, there's four of them out there and, I mean, even if you got the fourth one, whoever that is, there's no going wrong here. Ruben, when you look at these guys, Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Dansby Swanson, who would you, if you were making a list, if you were if you were running the team, you're you're back, we're going back in time now, how would you kind of rank these guys? Who would Is there one that stands out to you over the others? Who do you think would be the best player, best fit, if the Phillies did dive into this market? Well, they're all winners, right? So every single one of those guys are going to be guys that are going to be a, an upgrade if, in fact, you go that route and want to put your dollars and cents into that guy. The number one guy for me is Trey Turner just because of his uh, athleticism, what he brings to the table <clears throat> um, on both sides of the ball, uh, the fact that he con- makes more contact. But every single one of those guys are just quality baseball players, and they're winners. And that's the most important part of it. They know how to win. Uh, by and large, they've all have rings on their fingers. And so the fact of the matter is that you, you take any one of those guys and put them in the middle of your lineup, in the middle of your field, and you're going to have success. Ruben, I think a big question this offseason, there's a couple of big ones that they have to figure out the answer to and then move forward is, is Andrew Painter going to be ready next year? As we think about the, the, the second part of this rotation, right? You mentioned the top three guys. Well, there's still a lot of innings to go when you talk about the four and five spot. Is Andrew Painter going to be ready? 19 years old, but 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 Ruben, I mean, it feels like we're watching a special pitching prospect. What's your perspective on a kid that young who might be ready, but do you count on him? Is it almost like if he's ready, that's extra? How would you prepare for that when you have a phenom pitcher that, that could be ready to pitch as, as soon as next year in the majors? Well, in this day and age, I mean, first of all, there, there are the people that are um... – you know, on the medical side, are going to be very careful with the guy just because he's a very young pitcher, and to count on him to pitch 200 innings in the major leagues uh, in in 2023 is is uh, is a very far cry. That's not going to happen. Uh, but the kid, um, it's going to be—he's got a chance to make an impact on on the club, and I think it's probably somewhere mid-season if he stays healthy. Again, uh, that's a huge if. You just never know um, what blips in the screen may happen with the guy. So. 
I mean, to me, it's a matter of to me, it's a matter of how he continues to develop. I I don't think that Dave Dombrowski is afraid at all to bring guys, young players, to the big leagues. You've seen him do it before. I saw him do it with a guy named Andrew Benatendi with the Boston Red Sox when I was coaching there. He's not afraid to bring them up if they're ready. If he feels that they're uh, competent and uh, able to handle it, and and they think that they're mentally able to handle that sort of rigor, but uh, you can't necessarily count on him to be a guy. I think that he could end up being someone that, that, that could give this rotation a boost. But but as far as I'm concerned, that's not somebody you necessarily can count on. Ruben, one of the questions that just – it was a thing all year, uh, and I think it was more good than bad, but the idea of Kyle Strober hitting leadoff, the way the Phillies structured their lineup. Obviously, if they land a star shortstop, it could they could change things up and it could be a little bit of a different lineup. Would would you look to reconfigure the way the lineup was? I mean, they did score the eighth most runs in baseball. I mean, it wasn't like they couldn't hit this season. Obviously, at the end, it went bad those last four games. The lineup next year, Schwarber leadoff, would you still be interested in that, or would you want to see a little bit different? Uh, you know what? They had success with him doing it. Um, ideally, you'd like to have somebody maybe a little bit different and have Schwarber maybe hit in the middle of the lineup. Um, I think that he's always – can be that guy if you can find someone who is able to handle that uh, position. Is is it is it internal? Is it a guy like Bryson Stott? Perhaps he sees a lot of pitches. He's uh, he's maturing. He had a nice second half. I think he's a kid that that might be able to handle that. But I'd like to see um, maybe somebody from outside the organization. If it if it is a guy like Trey Turner or someone like that, he can possibly do that. Even though Trey can hit one, two, three, wherever. But um, I, I think. To me, um, it really depends on who they who they end up bringing in. Um, but but really, I, I'm I, I'm of a mind that uh, if it's not broke, you know, you don't necessarily have to fix it. And uh, and I think it's up to some of the other guys to improve in the middle of the lineup. The Castellanos of the world, I really have to start playing better baseball, and uh, and and start playing a little bit closer to what they say what their what their numbers are on the back of their baseball card. I mean, he's a He's a guy that um, that they signed for a ton of money. He's a guy that has to come through, and I think the adjustment that he had to make to be in Philadelphia, I think it's been made, and he's going to have to uh, be just a better, be a better player if they don't get that kind of production out of him, and it's going to be tough. Yeah, well, you're right about that. They, that would change their offense for sure uh, next year. Ruben, always appreciate you hopping on. Enjoy the uh, soccer game between Indiana and Maryland. Uh, have a great night. We'll talk soon, Ruben. Thank you. Joe, you be well. There he goes. Ruben Amaro, who knows they get to about these GM meetings and what it's like around this time of the year to be part of all that. Uh, interesting. So he has Trey Turner at the top of his list. I feel like most do. I, you know, sometimes I forget Ruben was a coach there with the, with the Red Sox when he moved into the coaching aspect. So, you know, he, he, with now the he, Mets too, right? With the Mets too. Yeah. Um, now he didn't specifically single out Bogarts. He called them all winners. That was kind of a, an overarching compliment, but I mean, he was there when Bogarts was there as a young player. I mean, that there is like there's none of these shortstops they could sign if they sign one of them. It's like, oh, that's that's a bad signing. Like, I think Swanson's the worst one. Swanson's a really good player. I mean, he 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 wasn't a very good one when he first got to the big leagues, despite being the number one overall pick. But he's become a really good player. What the Braves? He's killed the Phillies with the Braves for for years. So there's no bad answer if they acquire a shortstop. I was actually just reading Jim Bowden over the Athletic. He threw out the idea that if if they don't um, sign one of these guys, that they like Sosa a lot. Like, they think Edmundo Sosa could be a starting player. I'm not sure if he could play every day. Uh, I think defensively he can, but I'm not sure if he hits righties enough to play every day. But 
it doesn't it feel Dan they have one big move in them like they have enough money to get one star it's a matter of do they want to spend on shortstop do they want to spend on a starting pitcher like where do they want to put their money I have a hard time believing after Dave Dombrowski who we know is an aggressive president of baseball operations and John Middleton who just got the taste of the playoff run of his life and two games short of the World Series that they would just go through this entire offseason and not make some kind of splash. I don't know if that's in the form of a shortstop. Yeah. I don't know if it's in the form of a pitcher. If you gave me my option, I actually agree with what Jack said earlier. I think Rodon would be, like, priority number one. If you could get another starter, I don't know. Like, if you were explaining to someone who's been, you know, asleep or living under a rock for the past six weeks. Missed how, an exciting six weeks, who, by who, the way. who missed an exciting six weeks. How the Phillies got two games shy of a World Series title with the rotation they did. I don't even know how you begin to explain that. And the fact that they took the Astros six, getting really poor starts in the World Series from Wheeler and Nola. Like, that felt like maybe the luckiest aspect of it. Maybe even luckier than the fact that they got the DH in the National League this year. Maybe even luckier than the fact that they added an extra playoff team. Like, that really seemed like the biggest break that they kept dodging. And they got through some bullpen games and got through Syndergaard and all that. But I don't want to enter another season with this rotation as, as it is. I know Suarez... Uh, look pretty good throughout the postseason as well. But they really need another, like, bona fide starter, and especially a bona fide starter who can pitch deep into September and deep into the postseason because, frankly, let's call, call it what it is. I'm a fan of Aaron Nola. I'm a fan of Zach Wheeler. But both of their arms really started to show wear and tear, and in Nola's case, not for the first time, as we got later in the season. Well, and then with that, I mean, Aaron Nola has one year left on his contract. I mean, like, if he, we don't know if he's going to be here a year from now. They may need— and then you're- Really in a bad spot. Well, they, right. So they could, like, it's the, the Red Sox last year signed Trevor Story with the idea that if Bogarts left, they had their next shortstop. Like, assigning us a, a top tier starter could, the Phillies could think of it the same way. Like, yeah, we, we want to bring Nola back, but if that doesn't work out, we have another guy. Like, we have a, a star pitcher that could slot right in that spot. And that's why I keep going back to this Andrew Painter thing. I mean, I know he's 19, I mean, he's 19, but uh, their assessment of him. Changes the entire offseason. If they think that kid is a star on, in April, I don't think they're going to spend a lot of money on a pitcher. They'll get somebody. But I don't think they're going to spend a lot of money because they think they have another star coming up. If he's not ready, um, it changes everything about who, who they go get. And and then there's the Hoskins aspect of things. 215-592-9494. As we discussed the Reese Hoskins element to this offseason, it's the if they're going to trade someone, the big, like he's the one. I mean, he's the one. It, and I saw, you know, some people today saying like, "Well, I'd rather trade Castellanos than than Hoskins." I would too. I mean, so with the sure, Phillies, I would rather keep the better player. Yeah, right. I mean, as much as I criticize Reese Hoskins, he's better than Nick Castellanos. He's he's, he's better. I mean, he hits better. He gets on base more. Um, they're both not good defensively, but yeah, I mean, he's better. I'd rather have Reese Hoskins in my lineup than Nick Castellanos. But nobody is taking Nick Castellanos at four years and eighty million. I mean, you couldn't give him away. So. You have to go through the team like, all right, they're not going to trade Castellanos. They can't. You don't want to trade Schwarber. You don't want to trade Harper. They just got Marsh. They're not trading him. Bohm is part of the future here. So is Stott. Like, they don't have many tradable pieces that aren't prospects. It's Reese. If they want to reconfigure things, I would move on with you. 215-592-9494 to hop in. Leo is in Allentown on WIP. Hey, Leo. Hey, guys. How are you doing tonight? Good, Leo. What's on your mind tonight? So I think the number one priority has to be pitching. I know that Andrew Painter, I mean, I think he won minor league player of the year last year. Yeah, he, he, he was remarkable uh, in, in single A and then double A by the end. 
Yeah, so obviously we want him to come up. But if you look at our rotation, we only have three guys that we can really rely on. And especially in the postseason when Nola gets tired and Wheeler gets tired, I feel that we need more depth for the starting pitching. And then if you look at all of our um, free agents, we have Syndergaard, who's a free agent with a club option. We have Knievel, who I don't want to see ever again. Gibson, Hand, and Eflin. Like, that's a lot of depth that you're losing in that position for the bullpen. So you have to – I think pitching's priority one here. I know that uh, you want to consider maybe shipping Reese off, but you have to have pitching in order to win a championship. And we right now the depth just isn't there. And that's, I think, a, a big difference between the Astros and us right now is they had depth and we didn't. Well, and Leo, they had enormous depth, right? Like their sixth or seventh reliever – was throwing zeros up on the board. Meanwhile, the, the Phillies had to use the same five or six guys over and over again because they, they couldn't trust those guys. It, the pitching depth, Leo, was that was the biggest difference. I know we make a big deal out of the strikeouts and the batting average. Well, the Phillies struggled offensively because the Astros had all those great pitchers. That that was the difference in the World Series for sure. Yeah, it's definitely – I mean, they obviously played well at the right time and Phillies got hot. But, yeah, pitching definitely wins championships and – Obviously, uh, you want Turner as your next priority, but you have to consider pitching first because, like you said, there's not a lot of tradable pieces right now that we have to work with in the field. And given that Harper's injured, yeah, that's something that you need to consider. But like you said, Castellanos, four, four years, $80 million, There's a lot. There's not as much wiggle room with uh, – whereas the pitchers, I mean, you just release – not release, but you have four pitchers on free agency, and that's – that's your number one priority at this point. Yeah, well, they have opinion. to fill those spots. Yeah, and they have to figure out who they have. And Leo appreciate it, whether it be McGarry, whether it be uh, Griff McGarry. I think could help in the bullpen next year. Painter in the rotation. That's part of it. I mean, they're going to sign. They're going to sign pitchers. I mean, they have to. They, they, I mean, I, I always think a baseball team. It's like a puzzle. It's a puzzle of innings. You know, you, you enter the year, you, you kind of go one sixty-two times nine. You know, obviously, you're going to have some extra inning games that that throw a little bit extra innings. But one sixty-two times nine. You just start doing the math. Like, all right, Wheeler 180, Nola 200, Suarez 165, right? You start adding these numbers up, uh, Alvarado 60, uh, Sir Anthony 60, right? You start adding them up. Like, man, where am I getting all these innings from? They need to find pitchers that could throw innings. And they've thrown a lot of of small contracts uh, the last few years at a lot of these kind of names, right? Like, uh, Syndergaard was a trade, but Kyle Gibson, uh, who I, I hope we've seen the last stuff. Um, I, I would be quite happy if, if I don't have to watch Kyle Gibson pitch ever again. I mean, it just I'm done. That guy got into the World Series game, and we, you and I both saw it in person. We'll live to tell our grandkids about that. And they won. The, Kyle Gibson pitched in a game in which the Phillies took a 2-1 lead in the World Series. That that should have been a sign that, you know, like, it's almost like that was – things are going too well. This is too this easy. This is getting a little, a little weird. They're playing the Astros. The team won 106 games, the best team in baseball, and – they're throwing out Kyle Gibson there because they can because the lead's that big. Yeah, and then from then on, it was it was all downhill from yeah, there. Yeah, it was a route for the Astros after. Yeah, it got a little bit too easy at that point. 215-592-9494 is how you hop board. Right, we got a lot more to do on the show this evening. Coming up, we'll take all your phone calls on Hoskins, on the Phillies offseason. I want to move on from Reese. Do you, or do you want Reese Hoskins in the team next year? S- simple question, yes or no. I don't. I'm ready to move on. Trade Reese Hoskins. Uh, I would look to call the White Sox, see if Tim Anderson's available. The shortstop there is way cheaper than any of these free agent options. And I like Tim Anderson. 
or a team like Cleveland. They need power. They have Cleveland has a pitching staff similar to the Astros, where it's like you know they just they fall out of trees in Cleveland. Those pitchers, they don't have power though. You could trade Reese Hoskins for a good relief pitcher from the from the Guardians. I would do that, or even a fourth kind of starter, Zach Plezak. Um, those guys. I, I don't think they trade Cal Quantrill, but those kind of names, I'd be interested in for Reese Hoskins. I would trade Reese. Would you? And uh, and then we'll, we got a couple great guests coming up. Nine o'clock. John Heyman will join us. He is our Odyssey MLB insider. Always excited to talk to him. And he's out there at the meetings uh, talking to GMs. And um, look, I mean, he, he's going to be a great guest. He always is. He, of course, is sponsored by BetQL. Insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL here to help us all make better bets for real proven analytics. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app for BetQL.com today. So coming up at 9, John Heyman. On the other side, we'll take your calls and... We always have our weekly football conversation with, with Trey Wingo, a great guest. He'll join us, talk about Jalen Hurts, the MVP discussion. And, of course, we will talk to him about the Eagles and their undefeated record as we get set for their game against Washington. Trey Wingo coming up in a little bit. John Heyman at 9. All your phone calls in between on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Start NFL Week 10 off right with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino America's number one sports book. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You get free bets back if your Thursday night same-game parlay doesn't hit. NFL same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. I'm going Atlanta to cover tomorrow night. I'll go Kyle Pitts over receiving yards and anytime touchdown score for Marcus Mariota. Build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. However you want to play, you can bet the NFL on Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. Sign up, promo code Gilio if you already don't have an account. I really like the FanDuel app. If you already have FanDuel, you're all set. Just sign in to see what you got. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 